When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to They Talk, a good game, your favourite footy podcast, probably. We are here with another season review, working our way up the ladder with the Warriors 2022 season review. My name is Harvey, as ever, joined by my good pal Lockie. Hello, yes, Warriors. Uh, what a season. What a what season. A season. Yeah. What a season, the Warriors. I'll say there is something they did win this year. Yep. They made it back-to-back on our Least Hated Team Award. Well done, the Warriors. So They are the team that has sacrificed the most in recent years with the COVID protocols that have been in place, being yep. based out of Redcliffe. And, yeah, a lot of challenges. They did make it home this year in a return to New Zealand, which is fantastic for the club, for the players, the community, the fans over there. So there is a lot to look forward to as they build for next year. But ultimately, <laughs> they sack their cult. Coach, they looked like they weren't in the mix for the eight for a large chunk of the year. Yeah, they never and never really looked like they were in it. Sacked their coach same time the Tigers did, and those two clubs end up finishing 15th and 16th. So I guess that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean, they, they struggled. They set their eyes on 2023 pretty early on. Um, and look, they don't... They're, they're, again, they're a team with a roster that looks like they should be able to perform better than they do. Yeah, and I mean, how do they how do they reflect on this year where there were some injuries? There was a bit of inconsistency in their selection. They never quite settled on their best thirteen. Yeah, but well, once again, the bringing Sean Johnson home uh, was great for fans and morale and yeah. club morale, but it it didn't. In terms of on field, I think he had a pretty patchy year, yeah, for and it sure. didn't didn't quite work out the way they would have they would have loved to get twenty eleven Sean Johnson back. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's get a it, dream, and you know, like just have him absolutely kill it. But he's not the same player that he was at a young age. Um, and they obviously dealt with the Reese Walsh contract saga as well. Um, so yeah, there were a few few little contracty recruitmenty things that. Took away from on-field yep. stuff, I think. And obviously, they also didn't know when they were going to get to go home for a little bit. They sort yeah. of had a date, then it got pushed back, and then they, you know, it was very disruptive. The uncertainty hanging over the club for for a number of years has been really hard for them. Totally. And, These know, players have sacrificed heaps, yeah. Some play, I mean, Reese Walsh, I'm pretty sure, has never actually been based in New Zealand, but he's played no. two seasons no. for the Warriors. There are a couple of players like that. Ewan Aitken's another one. Yeah. Off to the... Um, Dolphins next yeah. year. And so, yeah, they're losing a few players just because like these are players that sort of signed with the Warriors as a Central Coast based team, not as a not as a New Zealand based yeah. team. And it, it's it's hard, but I think it's a good good for the game. It's good for the club to be moving back there sort of full oh, time. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, um, actually apparently it's not full time. Apparently they've only got nine home games in New Zealand next year. Really? That's what I'm hearing from our fans actually. Because oh. every single fan question we got on the Instagram was what do you think of like why is I like people saying I feel like the NRL are letting them down ahead of 2023 only giving them nine home games. And then it's like, yeah. 
I, I think it's on. ridiculous. Yeah, I, they've, they've got to be rewarded, and I, like they should play every single game in New Zealand. They should, next year. they should, and that obviously this decision is made by money. It's made from the commercial end of the, the game. You know whether they're, they're not filling out the stadiums or whatever it is, but you've got to reward the communities, right? They've got one club in New Zealand, and if you want to grow the game there seriously, you've got to give them footy. Absolutely. You just have to do it. You have to do it. And giving them nine nine home games is, is not enough opportunity to develop diehard fans. No, you know you're competing against rugby union over there, and if you if, if you're serious about poaching some of their talent and and getting the communities on board and not treating it as a sort of sideshow, yeah, you've got to reward them. I I think there should be a second team over there. Yeah, like I think when we're looking at expansion to making an eighteen man, eighteen club competition. Two teams in New Zealand get a derby going. I yeah. mean, that's that oh. rivalry and hatred's the best way to grow the game. That's it. That's definitely you know that's what that's um it's, it it shows sort of where decisions like this show where the NRL's heads at and where when it comes to an eighteenth team, you know, it, it suggests that New Zealand isn't where they'd be looking. Well, that's right. It's it's on the cusp of looking like they'd rather not have a New Zealand team. Then yeah. add another one. That's right. You know, that's the trajectory they're on, and for what they've done for the game, like yeah, I mean, it would have been totally different if we, if they couldn't compete this year or or last year or exactly. twenty twenty because yeah, two fifteen side seasons that have an asterisk beside it forever because yeah. you didn't have every single team available. No. What do you make of their side though? As I mean, they've they've got. The roster there that can compete. Obviously, Sean Johnson is the leader in the spine. Wade Egan's had a good year. Fullback's been, you know, it's been hard to pin it down because Reese Walsh has been yeah. indicating and, what, and then, obviously signed to the Broncos. Harris Tavida is taking a year out from the game or, or mm. moving away for personal reasons. Mm. Their forward pack, though, is as dominant as ever. You know, Fanua Blake in there. Bunty of Foas had a massive year. Um, Curran and Murchie and Aitken playing in the second row have been really good. Yeah. They don't seem to have a weak spot. It's just the cohesion of the side, do you reckon? Yeah, it just feels like there's just, there's, it's, it's, it's almost, yeah, like not, not a culture thing because I think they've got a, you know, they actually have a beautiful kind of culture as a club. Just, it's just the gelling of, I don't know, it's just, it hasn't, been with them this year, the yeah. last couple of years. Success has not been with them. I think they, like, when they had Roger Tuivasa-Shek there, he was sort of the mm. the star man that they could build around, they could depend upon. Yes, and they haven't really had that. And they haven't replaced him. Reese Walsh, Walsh is on the way out. Sean Johnson. Too is, inconsistent. Yeah. He's not, He he's at the point in his career where he needs to be the sideshow and he'll, Without pressure on him, mm. he can excel. Yeah. When you're looking to him each and every week, every play, every end of set to produce some magic, he's not going to do that. Yeah. And with the scrutiny comes, you know, the lack of confidence and he needs to be buzzing to be playing his best footy. So I think they really need to sort out who they're, who's going to control their side. I think Wade Egan's come a long way and it is, yeah. he's, he's a, Improving dummy half, but I, I'm looking at their side and and wondering how they're going to improve if it's not everybody pulling their socks up a bit. 
That's you it. know, it, it's just got to be general improvement across the board mm. um, for them to yeah really shake up their side and get them into finals contention. Totally, yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to sort of be optimistic about the Warriors heading into next year. They've got Chance Nickel Clockstad on the way, which I think is actually quite exciting. Yeah, for I rate sure. him a lot and. As a Kiwi boy, you know he's coming home to the Warriors. Um, that that'll be that'll be exciting. That'll be something to get behind. Is he going to be uh, just, you know turn around their fate sort of signing? I'm not so sure. No, it's it's another reliable signing, isn't it? Yeah. But again, it could be the type of squad that has no superstars, mm. right? That everybody just is of equal value, equal worth, you know, and they just all commit to that team approach. Yeah. The problem is... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In footy, you need some X factor. You need, you need someone that can unlock a team. You need the sort of mastermind there. And if they don't have that, they're just... And they've, as, got, and they've got an, un, an untested head coach... Next yeah. year, Andrew Webster um, from the Panthers system. So very well done to him and Seraldo. I'm yep. clear he'll be looking for some new assistants next year. But, um, you know, I find, that a, I find it an odd choice to go to go with him. Well, but, I, think I think the trend seems to be that these younger assistant coaches come into a squad, or like a team, and try to set up for the long term. Mm. I think clubs are getting their head around the days of just a mastermind coach coming in, mm. turning the fortunes of the squad that's there mm. and turning aside from, you know, a bottom four team to a top eight team are almost gone. Yeah. And and you need somebody that's there for the long haul. You need the pathways to be developed. And that comes from the head coach and it comes from the, the board, the backroom staff everywhere. And so they're taking a longer-term view, trying to find a coach that they can stick with for five years and that in five years' time, the club's in a better spot than it is now. Yeah. And I commend them for putting their trust in someone. It's risky, though. Yeah. It's risky. You know what I actually wouldn't have minded to see? Madge, Michael Maguire, coaching not only the New Zealand national side, but also the Warriors. It'd be a huge call, yeah. It'd be, you know, that he'd be already working with the player, a lot of the players that he's get, he's going to end up coaching at the national level. Yeah. If anything, that might help the national team. It might help the Warriors. There's a lot of cohesion there. It 
it aligns the Warriors more with that national team, gives them more that identity and that culture. I think the problem that he would see personally with that is when it comes to them picking his national side. If mm. he's going to pick someone from, you know, if he's got a good young squad of club players from New Zealand, but he picks someone from another club ahead of them, mm. how do you then go in on the weekend and say, you know, you, you've you got the measure of this guy when you're playing them on that weekend? It's true. You know, like it, it just, he'd have to give mixed messages. And I think that would be tough. And I'm not sure that the clubs would, and the New Zealand Rugby League would go for it. Yeah. It's, it's a nice idea though. Thank it's you. It's a nice Oof. idea. I, I think the only thinking. way it works is if all the New Zealand, like New Zealand's best players were all playing for the Warriors. Mm. And and their, their talent is too widespread amongst the NRL for it to to work out. But yeah, but maybe that maybe they all, that all come home. It'd They'd like, all come play, home. Come play for, for the Warriors yeah. so that you can make the New Zealand team. That's it. That's a requirement. <laughs> um, do you have a player of the year for, for the, the Warriors? Warriors? Um Look, I'll you know the Warriors are probably of all the teams the team that I was felt I feel felt the most distant to in twenty twenty two as far as games watched sort of in terms of focusing and studying players and they felt like once they sacked their coach through halfway through the year whenever it was mm. they almost felt like it. Like waving the white flag. Exactly. Like, did they, they, like did they have much to play for? Reese Walsh was gone. We've talked about it, but they, they really set their eyes on 2023 early. Yeah. I think if I had to give a player of the year, it'd be either Josh Curran or Tohu Harris. And I think I'll go Tohu Harris. Yeah. Just in a, in a similar way to like a Tino for Malawi or a uh, someone else. <laughs> just Or like, like a, um, no, like a Tino for Malawi. Yeah. <laughs> sort of just that. That that player that is giving a hundred percent every single time. Obviously, at very different ends of their two careers, Tohu and Tino, but they, I think they have a lot of similarities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so I just think you know. I think Tohu is a standout. Um, I'd go Wade Egan. Yeah, right. I'm sure he's he's still at his patchy games, and he hasn't been um, up there with the premiership sort of premier hookers in the game. But mm. I think he's been really impressive, and he's grown a lot. And I think he. Has all the makings of you know an eighty-minute dummy half. He's he stepped into five-eight a couple of times as well when they were shuffling around the their spine with mm. Freddie Lussick making the move there. Um, but I think he's been really imp- impressive at times, and yeah, I think he's certainly someone they can build around. Who did the fans like? This fans year? had their say. Who's they their put their one? votes in for Josh Curran okay. as their player of the year again. Fair enough to. An effort player. I think he's scored plenty of tries this year as well, mm. and. Yeah, he looks like a great character for the club um, to build on as well. Totally. Uh, lots of votes it, Love a Josh Karen at my side. Yeah, Tohu Harris getting 20% of the votes as well. Um, closely, close second for him. So, again, the effort meant being rewarded for, for trying hard throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, Bunty Afoa getting some some votes. Mm. Adam Fanua-Blake, we haven't spoken about really. Um, missed a large chunk of the year through yep. injury. Reese Walsh, Ewan Aitken, Sean Johnson, all all thereabouts with a few votes. But Josh Curran taking it out with Tohu Harris is a close second. That's what the fans had to say. There you go. Uh, what did, we, did the fans reckon? They met expectations, uh, exceeded. Most of them reckon they met expectations. 50% reckon 
reckon they I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably agree. Fifteenth, I'd probably agree. Yeah, forty-six percent reckon they were below, and only five percent thought that they exceeded expectations. <laughs> and those would be the people tipping them for the wooden, the wooden spoon. spoon. Uh, I can't believe more people thought the Tigers exceeded expectations than the Warriors. Yeah, I, I just think the Tigers. Bar was so low. Yeah, I guess it was. It was so low. I guess it was. But for the Warriors, I think, I think they just need momentum mm. more than anything. The confidence in the side that they can all compete with those top eight teams, yeah, and that they can string some wins together and climb up the ladder. With the back end of the year that they had, where there was little fight left in the side, mm. you know. They struggled, so Totes I think it's a goats. fair reflection of their of their performance this year. Fifteenth. Let's look to twenty twenty three next year. There's no more fan questions. They are the only all the questions were about the the home game Beautiful. situation for next year. Oh well, NRL, pull your socks up. Pull your socks up, NRL. Come on, come on. Twenty twenty three. What do you think? Um, see, see it being a very similar year for the Warriors. In fact. See it being worse than similar. Oh no! And I think it'd be very—it's very sad whenever the Warriors aren't doing well. But I'm—I'm I'm going seventeenth. Oh, your wooden spoon. I'm pick. going seventeenth. Ouch. Yeah. I th- I I'm the opposite. I think new new coach, fresh ideas coming in from the best system around at the moment. Um, a squad that has the potential there, right? It's. It's either they're way closer to being a top eight side than they seem, or they're mm. they're they're really far away. Like, yep. do the players, do their roster have the capacity if to we, improve enough to be a top eight side? If we were sitting here talking about the Titans, I'd say yes. Yeah, but we're not. We're sitting here talking about the Warriors, and I say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they'll get twelfth. I reckon okay. there'll be improvement there. I reckon, even though it's only nine home games, I'm assuming that they'll be training, will be based there, and they'll mm. have that as, you know, they'll have a home in New Zealand, and if players are connected with their families a bit more, that'll help connected with the community throughout the weeks more broadly. It'll be big for them. And I think if they can stay competitive in the early parts of the season and they, they're, they're in that fight, they're a much better side. I do think that they they slumped massively mm. as you know, new coach coming in, not a lot to play for, some key players looking at twenty twenty three not being there as well. So, yeah, I reckon they'll improve. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see who's right. <laughs> Who will? We will. <laughs> I'm sure we'll forget all about this. It's like twenty twenty three season will end, and we'll go well, well, well. <laughs> Look who was right about the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe we will. Who maybe knows? we will. But until next time, Harvey. Bye-bye.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 